1: Oh, Frank Sinatra.
0: How appropriate,
1: right? Hi, everybody, and welcome. Thanks for joining us tonight for Aquarius episode six, A Whiter Shade of Pale. Uh, Thanks so much for joining in. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, every avenue that you can. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Bonanno, and I am joined by my co-host for tonight.
0: Yes, thank you. I'm Guy David. You can follow me on Twitter at Guy and a Girl Show. Same with Facebook as well.
1: Cool. So we're so excited to talk about this episode. We had a little more craziness in this. We found out some more backstory on a couple people. A couple more people are hooking up, getting together. We just have a lot to talk about tonight.
0: I'm really loving the show. It's grown yeah. on me more and more. I said the same thing last week, but now I'm really enjoying it. Right. And it's it's one of the only shows that I can remember that's actually put an historical real-life figure into a fictional story, right? And sort of made it work mm-hmm. the way it has.
1: Oh, and we just found out today that Aquarius was renewed for a second season, so that's good news. So we're excited about that. That so is can, amazing. Yeah, so definitely, and we'll learn a lot. I'm really season. hoping for that. I know
0: that was a good email to get. This I think morning. they're going
1: to set it up for a couple a couple more seasons mm. if they can. But yeah. okay, so let's just dive in right at the beginning uh, where we start. So first, uh, instantly, if we remember from last episode, we saw Sam just beat the living crap out of Charles Manson. And so we see him at the beginning of the episode, uh, you know, rinsing his hands off, rinsing all the blood off. And um, then we get a knock on the door and it's Brian. So Brian comes by and, you know, he he gives him some Tylenol and pours him some whiskey. And I was like, now he's just going to start this drinking thing all over again. You know, and it's just like, come on, that's what made you beat Charles Manson up in the first place, and now you're going to get all back in the whiskey train?
0: Yeah, we got a clear indication of what sort of a drunk hodiac is when he drinks, how he behaves. Exactly. I mean, beating the crap out of him is nearly an understatement. Mm-hmm. He, he nearly killed him. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, he offered him whiskey. I thought that was strange. Yeah,
1: and then he talks about how uh, uh Charles Manson owes Brian now, and he was like, Basically, that he can be his, he can be Charles Manson's right hand man and also be Sam's right hand man at the same time. Mm. So that's kind of like a weird concept. And
0: Sam knows he's right there. Sam knows that, you know, Brian's really in now and he can really be used well. Right. Which is, I'm actually looking forward to that developing because I mm-hmm. think he's mm-hmm. going to become really close to Manson Brian.
1: I agree. Yeah. And yeah. there's going
0: to be a lot more story involved. So we right. see how deep it goes.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we kind of see that Emma isn't there. You know, she's not. She is gone, not anywhere in his sight.
0: Yeah, we don't know where she is. We right? don't know
1: where she's she gone. is. Yeah. He said something about the supplier, like I don't know. She's gone. She's not with him. And so we right away cut to the scene of the rest of the girls, minus Emma, and they're stealing all these supplies from the room or from that like the guy in the truck and the one girl goes katie i think she goes to have sex with him with the driver while they steal all these supplies for charles manson to get better because he's so beaten up and so like near death i mean
0: the the guy's a sucker just shows some self control mm-hmm. what sort of lady just comes up and you, you he was watching the other girl steal the drugs yeah and he's he like he, whatever he knew he was being used yeah he's just couldn't, couldn't control himself yeah, that's like, just Come weird. on, man, that was that was too easy for them. At least make it hard for them to get the drugs.
1: Right, right, exactly. The girls
0: went in there thinking, well, that was easy. they yeah. were all proud of themselves right. when they got it.
1: Yeah. And uh and then they bring the drugs to Charles Manson and he says, he's like, Oh, you trying to drug me up? They used to give me these pills when I was in the reformatory. So <laughs> I think that was kind of like a funny point to you know bring up. He was like, They used to give these to me to make me mellow. <laughs> so we kind of see that he used to, you know, be in the mental house yeah. or whatever he was yeah,
0: in. Yeah, he clearly has some mental power over the Yeah, right. They just do what they want. I still can't get over it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And I I actually saw in my notes that I have that he said that Cherry went to the city. So if that if that helps at all, he said that she went to the city. He told them to split. So
0: really, so I guess I
1: guess she's in the city. But
0: is that where we think Emma is too? Where do we think Emma is? Emma. Emma. That yeah. is where Emma is. Oh, I thought you said Cherry or something.
1: Cherry. They call her Cherry. I go, I'm, I'm cherry compl- Emma. Sorry. Sorry.
0: That's I can, I can, too, so, too yeah. much of my intelligence there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. Um, well, because they, her family calls her Emma, but Charles Manson always calls her Cherry. So it's kind of like intertwined. But.
0: And I didn't know that. Yeah. I just had a mental blank. That's not um, right. It's all right. And We actually... I thought she'd run straight back to Manson. Or do you think Manson's hiding her?
1: I don't know. That's a thing. What do you think?
0: I think he's hiding her. You I think she, The first thing she ran back is Manson. I think he said, look, you can't be here right now. you got to wait till things cool off.
1: Well, that's true because, I mean, all this stuff is going on with the detective and he's not going to, I don't think he's going to risk it again for her. But, like, she wasn't trying to stay at home either, like you're saying. Like, she did definitely want to run away. So, she probably did go back to Manson and he, maybe he has her staying with one of his, like posse buddy dudes.
0: Yeah, I'd be very surprised if Manson doesn't know where she is because he's really the only one she can turn to, that right. whole group right now. Right, But Manson's not dumb. You know, yeah. He's not an idiot. He knows what's going on. He right. knows the times to chill mm-hmm. and the times to not chill, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, and then we kind of see uh, a scene which was, I thought the visuals were kind of cool because we see like Ken's laying backwards on the couch and like the wine's dripping or something and it looks like he's dead for a second and I was like, oh my god, is Ken dead? And then you just see that, uh, you know, Grace is kind of having like a, a moment like she was just looking at him and it she was kind of thinking, like, oh, I wish he was dad. That's what it seemed him. like to me, because she hates him. And then she kind of got into, when she was talking to him, she's like, what does Manson want with you? Like, you need to tell me now, because this stuff has been going over my head and I have no idea what's happening and she was like you have to tell me
0: and Ken's just in a bad position he doesn't know what to do he actually tried to flip it around on her and say oh you weren't complaining when you had all the money coming in and blah 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 he's trying everything to still be some sort of man any manhood he's got left in him Mm -hmm. but she completely controls him he's a mess in his head right and he's in all sorts of trouble I will not be surprised this is early for predictions if he does actually commit suicide I honestly wouldn't
1: either I feel like something is going to happen with him because I mean, he's a very important character because that's where like all the stuff with Emma came from, but. I don't know, I could see something definitely like that happening. And I
0: feel like there's, he's running out of character too. She's gonna leave him Mm -hmm. soon. You know, there's gonna be some problems with the law firm as as we know. And it's probably gonna, and he's got problems with sexuality. It's probably gonna ultimately lead to his death. Well, there's a lot of, yeah,
1: there's a lot of problems with his law firm right now because, you know, they were saying like, he knows things, Charles Manson knows things about Hal and the law firm. But, I mean, that also might have been just a cover-up. No, See, okay, because, Grace said, What does Manson want with you? You have to tell me. And he got all like emotional and was like, You know, he knows things about the law firm. But maybe it's just, that's just a cover up for the fact that he slept with him.
0: Yeah. And then Hodiak said later that, you know, Ken defended Manson Uh when he was pimping out girls. He was pimping out
1: girls and one of them died. And one of them died.
0: And isn't that what he's got over the law firm?
1: Yeah, I suppose. I think it's both.
0: Or was there more to, or maybe he's just, you know, engaging in hyperbole a bit more. I don't know.
1: I think it could be – I think – okay, now that you say that, I think that it – she does – the law firm is going under. Like, I think the law firm is going under, but it's also, like, just a cover-up for him to tell uh, his wife because he doesn't want to tell her she's
0: he's yeah. gay. But then the, – what what did I miss about that bit when Hodiak said, you know, he, you know, he defended Manson when Manson was pimping girls out? Because everyone has the right to a legal defense, so this he's is, not doing anything wrong there.
1: All they said was that Manson was a pimp. Uh, one of the girls disappeared. She was never found. And then Ken was his lawyer and he was never charged. That's all they said.
0: Well, so they think that Ken might have done something with the disappearance of the girl.
1: Oh, I don't know about the disappearance of the girl, but I think they think... I mean, Ken obviously... I don't know if he like represented him just in an amazing way or like if he... He somehow got him out of the charges.
0: Yeah, I, I just didn't understand why that was such a big deal. Because if if a lawyer can defend anybody, everyone has... Uh, you know, entitled a right to, to a, a defense. A and if the lawyer gets the person off, that's too good by the lawyer, not right. as good by the prosecutor. Right. So I didn't understand why that was such a a big thing. I mean, all he did was defended the guy that was pimping. People defend murderers, mass murder. Everyone has a defense. Well,
1: that's why we still don't know why Manson was so pissed at Ken saying that he like, owed him all his money and stuff because he got him off of the charges. So how does he why is he so pissed at him that like he goes to all these extremes to, like, get Emma and everything.
0: Yeah, there, there's something we don't know, and we're still going to find out, which yeah. is why Ken's going to hang around. I just didn't understand why, as we're getting into it, why Hodiak said that to Grace, and Grace cared that much. I right. mean, he's a defense lawyer. Right. My dad was a defense lawyer. He defended murderers. He even defended war crimes. He defended Nazis. Wow. So, it just, everyone has a right everyone to... Everyone has a lawyer, yeah. a lawyer.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But... So then we kind of get into, we see Brian and his wife at, at their house. And, um, she's like, he's like, Oh, I gotta go. And she's like, It's your weekend. You have to stay. It's your day off. And then she was like, My mom's coming. And he was like, You what? You can't hang out with your mom by yourself. And she like kind of gave him this look. And then we kind of find out later that it seems that her mom is almost a racist. Yeah. Because (laughs) she was like, Oh, um, she said, uh, his wife said oh the baby's got my eyes that's for sure and the mom's like yeah but he's got this yellow in him from his dad and then they gave each other a look so i think she's a racist herself and they're both dealing with racism on both sides
0: i love how they're doing this the whole show they're adding this sort of the race element the race war which was so prevalent in the 60s and obviously i didn't grow up in the 60s so i'm getting to see this as best i can right and i think it's it's pretty accurate from what Mm -hmm. i've studied what sort of the segregation and everything that went on during that time. So right. I'm enjoying how they've done this. Yeah. And it's another way that it's become really a 60s showcase. Exactly. A period piece. And yeah. A lot of people, we read everyone's comments on YouTube, we you know, everything. And a lot of people are saying it's pretty... Historically right. accurate, what mm-hmm. the, how they're conveying it right mm-hmm. now. Well, yeah, which and I'm then, enjoying.
1: Right, and then we also see that uh, someone throws the rock through the window. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like almost hurts, almost hits her, and I mean, that's terrifying. Like I can't imagine living in a neighborhood and like the people don't want you. there so bad that they throw rocks through your window. And, and I, I mean, that's what happened.
0: I just, I just found myself feeling sorry for Brian, and he's just such a good guy and he doesn't deserve this he's a guy ahead of his time you know right, right. and he's morally he's, he's tough as nails mm-hmm. he's morally correct mm-hmm. he's ahead of his time he's such a good guy he just doesn't deserve this treatment right but that's what you get for growing up in that era exactly but it provides fascinating television right now too right,
1: exactly yeah yeah and then um we also see how uh, Grace tells Sam that she wants him to look into Ken. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, she yeah. was like, oh, I need you to look into him, and he was like... I already have. Yeah. And, he, and then she was, like, mad at him, because he didn't tell her sooner that he represented her
0: do you know what? I don't know if I like Grace
1: I don't she know if re- I like Grace either she
0: rubs me the wrong way I mean Sam doesn't have to be looking into Emma this is not a missing persons Sam's case. doing
1: this out of the love of his heart because he still feels for Grace but like she's being so mean and so rude and like okay her daughter is missing I get it but like Sam's son is also missing, and she doesn't seem to feel any sympathy for that. Like, she's not being very nice to him.
0: She comes across as arrogant and even narcissistic in some way. She
1: comes across entitled to me.
0: Yeah, entitled. I mean, Sam's son, um, Walt, Mm -hmm. is in much worse a situation than Emma is right now. Mm -hmm. Emma's not breaking the law, you know, threatening years in jail. Right. Walt is, and Walt's also... Armed, he's got mental problems. He's got a lot going on. He's
1: like PTSD. And
0: Grace just didn't care. Grace just said, "You know, she didn't even think about it." Right. But then she has this. Sam's such a, you know, he's a cool, tough guy. Mm -hmm. But she has this thing over him. You know, she's got him. She's got him. You know, on like mm-hmm. a fishing line right now. And it just, it, it irritates me. I don't know if I like her that much. She doesn't yeah. have other perspective of what else is going exactly, on around
1: Exactly, because it. she's so rude to him about it. And he's doing her favor. So, I don't know. She. I, I
0: wanted him to step up then and say, look, I'm out. If you're going to talk to me like that, if you're going to try and judge me like that and say those things, mm-hmm. I don't. You find, you find them yourself. Everything I've done so far, I've jeopardized my job, I've beat up Manson,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is because I've started drinking again. Right. It's because what you have done to me. Right. But
1: we know that Sam's a good person then, you know, that just kind of reinforces the fact that he's a good person and he's going to help. But Grace is not. But Grace is not. Um, Yeah, and then... So we also see this is where we go back to Charmaine. She comes back in the picture. Like finally, finally, Australians your can girl, rest. your girl's back.
0: Australians were stressing out about that back home.
1: Yeah, and so, but I mean, with her kind of in the episode, it was like more. I mean, she was in it, but it was basically just showing her that she's a woman and she can't take on real cases. Like it seems like she can't take on real cases, or she can't investigate deep enough. Like even the cheerleader when she was all hurt, she was like, "Oh, you're the detective," and she's like, "I'm helping out the detectives," and she's like, "Okay, she, she's
0: at, she's come." She's in the series to make it a period piece again. She's playing a woman right. trying to demand respect right. in a male-dominated industry in the 60s, which right. was being a cop. And she's doing anything to get respect, as we've seen earlier, exactly. obviously. And she's playing that sort of character mm-hmm. just to get perspective of what it was like being a woman.
1: Yeah. And, and I still don't know what was going on with that whole cheerleader situation.
0: No, I don't think we'll hear from it again. I don't I th- think, I think uh, that's it.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of trying to show uh, Charmaine's role in being a cop, being a detective,
0: yeah. and being a she's, woman. She's prepared to do anything. She's already slept with one of Manson's guys. Exactly. She was prepared to go meet a guy and possibly get beaten up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. until Sam spoke some sense into her. Yeah. So she's fearless to make it in this world that at the moment is not... A right. woman's world and not right. a woman's industry right now. Exactly. I think that's the part she's really playing. But Exactly. She, she can't keep doing that forever. Right. Something's got to happen. She's probably going to go back undercover, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Speaking about two women or a woman running things, we actually have our founder of AfterBuzz and the host of E! Entertainment, uh, Maria Menounos and Julianne Hoff from Dancing with the Stars, they have this new thing coming out, and you guys should hear about it. Do you want to go and tell them a little bit? Yes,
0: great transition. Dance <laughs> Battle America is going to showcase on ABC, and it stars Julianne Hoff, Dancing with the Stars, you all know her, and After Buzzers and Ezo and Maria.
1: Yep, they're producing it together. So
0: Menuno, so guys, even if you can't dance, I can't dance. Plenty of people have been famous not being able to dance, just doing some <laughs> elaborate thing. Yeah. You see, there's fame in many ways now, so get involved in this. Right. If you love to dance... Go to dancebattleamericacasting.com. There'll be a video on how to submit your auditions. Right. And get involved. You could be on a network dancing with Julianne Hoff, Maria Menunos, and getting your fame. Exactly. It's going to be a hit. Basically, on ABC.
1: Maria Menunos and Julianne Hoff would do these things like for holidays just for fun on social media. And then uh, ABC actually picked it up as a special. So you guys can be dancing on national TV. Like, what's cooler than that?
0: I know. And look, ABC, what they pick up at the moment. Stays right. There's now, I don't know any show that hasn't been renewed. So, no. ABC have a good eye. I'm biased, and Maria for ABC is great. <laughs> we are biased because she would, you know, yeah. she's the founder of After right. Buzz. So, get involved now. So yeah. Battle American Sign up now, audition.
1: Want to let you guys know a little bit about that. Yeah, but all right, so let's get back into Aquarius because we still have a lot to talk about. So, okay. So we see the head cheerleader, we see Charmaine, and then we see that uh Walt's friend comes by Walt's house and said, is that his friend? And he was basically like, I think Walt's gonna do something crazy. Yeah. I'll he's like, that. you need to get him a lawyer. Basically you need to get him a lawyer before he does anything.
0: Yeah, first when I watched this, I got mad at Grace again, but I'm not gonna go back to that for what she said earlier. But this is just the knock on the door you don't wanna get right. as a parent. Mm-hmm. He pretty much said your son's not mentally well. So he's not
1: right. He mm-hmm.
0: has the cops coming in after him, he's completely disappeared, he has access to a weapon, he's, he's, he's in real danger. Right he's crazy right now. in real danger. Well, I'm
1: sure he has PTSD and he's just...
0: He does. Yeah. He has PTSD and he's, he's determined to get his story out he there in some way. that
1: he's doing the right thing.
0: And people are closing him in. And even if it maybe means dying for the right cause, you know how the people start believing that? They'll exactly. be a martyr and leave this... I told government secret sort of legacy, but I felt sorry for Sam. then you just, you've got, you've got everything going on. And then he just gets that knock on the door. Right, Walt's gone. He's trying to get to him. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah. This is a worse situation than ever.
1: So where do you think like Walt is right now?
0: Just as, as just
1: a, running around the town. Like, where do you think he actually is?
0: Where do you think he, he's, he's He's hiding somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Where? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> do you?
1: I I have no clue. That's what I was asking you. I think that he's probably just, like, plotting his moves against... He's he's trying to collect information. Well, he has information, but he's trying to give the press a story.
0: Yeah, and there's going to be some serious ramifications one way or the other. But it's another way to show the 60s again. The Vietnam War, a lot of people opposed it. A lot of people thought it was a war. The Americans shouldn't be in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing this part showcased too. Yeah. Which is another reason I'm just enjoying this. Bring, bring me back to the 60s. Living <laughs> <in> that?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Boring 21st century.
1: Right. Um, so we kind of see too where Sam goes up to this, uh, the neighbor, Harold, uh, that... Brian thinks is the one that threw the rock through the window and he's a big racist. So Sam was up and it was so funny because he just kind of like took his key and scraped scraped his car and was like whoops like you can't just deface someone or like you can't just mess with their property like that and get away with it. And
0: it was nearly my favorite part of the yeah. episode just showing it's
1: like whoops
0: Sam does not care. Mm-mm. He just just completely keyed his car. Yeah. And it turned out Howard, although he's a, was it Howard? Is that his name? Uh, Harold. Harold. Although he's a raging racist. Right. He was actually innocent. Yeah. He didn't, I mean, he might have been involved, but Sam just went. Yeah. I love how Sam does whatever he can, even though it's maybe unethical, immoral, not maybe, definitely is. Right to get the result. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets the result I actually just started
1: watching, like, Californication again, and I was gonna like... use that, too. It was just so... Like, I'm like, okay, it just, it just keeps more, like, more <laughs> and more giving me the character that How I How similar
0: are they in characters, though? Do yeah. You, do you agree? Right. And there's always the woman that... And I he's can, a sucker for he's a sucker for the blonde in that, yeah. and he's a sucker for grace in this. And I've
1: never seen X Files, so I don't know.
0: I haven't seen it either.
1: How isn't that? We're but. on the
0: same. Now. I love California. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. He, he's such.
1: My a boyfriend's so into California Cation right now. Oh. Like he's just like obsessed.
0: And the Entourage in California Cation <clears throat> is the reason I'm in California today. Oh yeah. <laughs> it just I had to move here after. There all you that.
1: go. There you go. Um, okay, so then we, you know, he he scrapes his car, and then. Uh, Harold says to him, he's like, you know what, the the value of this neighborhood dropped when Brian and his wife moved in. Because, you know, she's a woman of color and he's white and they have a baby together. And so basically he says that, it, you know, it just dropped when it came down here. So it's not my fault. It's Everybody else is mad about it, too. You can't just blame me for it. Um, and then, you know, we see the landlord in the house where um, Sam's sitting there. and He's like, oh, honey, the pot roast is on the oven or whatever. And, he, and Brian comes in. He's like, what's going on? And the landlord's there. And he basically says, like, so, okay, so let's start. What did you even think about, like, that whole scene to begin with?
0: When he's just waiting in the house?
1: No, when the landlord's in there.
0: When the landlord... Okay,
1: so, so the landlord is in there, and he says he'll go to a white neighborhood. So basically they're saying that the landlord wasn't the one that threw the rock through the
0: window. So when Sam and the landlord are in there, when when he tells them exactly what's going on. Yeah,
1: because so the the landlord will go to a white neighborhood um, and use one colored family to basically drive a wedge into the rest of the neighborhood um, and then like After this, after one black family moves in, then the white family's head for the hills. And then they sell back their house to him at a very, very low price, and then he sells it back at a way, like, huge markup (laughs) because no one wants to live there because there's black families living there. So then he sells it back to the only people that will buy it, which is black families. So he makes a ton of money off of this.
0: It was all a complete money making scam. Oh, uh, whole The whole thing, right? And so I, I love how Sam Sam actually found it out when he followed that other guy to the valley. To the valley, remember? And yes.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: got on the foghorn or whatever it is yeah. and blur him out. I he lo- played that ultra cool. <laughs> oh, wait, man. and I
1: love that he was like, "Hey, stop!" Or he was like, "Hey, can I talk to you?" And the guy just starts running. And he was like, "What were you gonna rush me for?" He's like, "Nothing. I, I was wanted, just saying say hey." Like, <laughs> that was a good one. He
0: just he just doesn't care. And then um. The way he played it in that scene, it was just poetry emotion to me. Right. He was just waiting there. Hey, honey, pot roaster's ready. Yeah. Landlord's there. Tells him the story. Then he stops Brian mm-hmm. from hitting him but says, no, I'm not going to stop her. I'm not going to stop her. She can keep going. Yeah, that was then, a good part. She then, then, hits him. Hey, You can live here rent-free. They said that. Uh, well, I'll, they will be saying He'll it. He'll agree it just, to it. He'll agree to it.
1: He'll agree, yeah.
0: And then when he even said she said, Sam, can you please get the racist out of here? Mm-hmm. And then he starts leaving and uses himself, says I thought you wanted the racist out of here. Yeah. But she gives him a kiss and says stay for dinner. Yeah. It was just, the whole thing was just a good scene. It was, it was well a great acted. scene. Yeah. I really enjoyed, I not a, a smile on my face.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we see that, you know, his wife is finally standing up for herself. She hits him, keeps hitting him. And Sam, you know, we, we originally thought that Sam was like a little uncomfortable with Brian and his wife, but I feel like now, I mean, I don't ever think that Sam has been a racist. I think he was just a little uncomfortable with it with the rest of the times, like others, but we kind of see him now, like getting more comfortable with it. And he was just joking around, like, "Oh, you want the racist to leave?" And she's like, "I insist that you stay for dinner." He stays for dinner. You know, we see that they're they're really like developing a good relationship yeah. here.
0: I think it was the whole sentimentality of it. You know, I thought it was just a feel good scene and the way it was the way it was done. And Sam really respects Brian.
1: Exactly. He
0: really likes Brian. Thinks he's he's he stands. He's a good cop and mm-hmm. he's tough as nails. And
1: mm-hmm. it's.
0: I like, them. yeah, I like him. And
1: speaking of Brian, I mean, we see a really cool side of him. I mean, we always knew he's a good guy, but we see at the ranch, you know, oh. yeah, that was a good part. <laughs> we see uh, him at the ranch, and you know, Jimmy too is there. He pulls out a gun, and the other guy goes on top of him. And he was like, "I'm just bringing, you know, I'm just bringing a gun so you're <laughs> safe." And um, then we see that. Manson sends two girls to, you know, hook up with Brian and Jimmy, too. And Brian is just so sweet. He, like, takes her in, and she's so scared. Well, that's why, too, because he said he was like, oh, here, take this girl. And he was like, well, what about this one? Because he knew that she was scared and, like, didn't really want to. Exactly. Didn't didn't this kind of seem like that?
0: No, you're 100% right. Brian played this... Perfectly, mm-hmm. he had to think quick. Right, I was thinking there. Oh my gosh, is he going to have an affair? Mm, it's not an affair, too. but is he going to have sex with a woman just because to the keep job. to blow his not blow his cover? Mm. But then he was quick enough to think that that girl actually wants to have sex with him, and if she does, he doesn't have sex with her. She He'll will tell, tell him Manson. And then he saw the vulnerable looking girl. And he's like, "All right, I can talk to her. She doesn't want to be. Here. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to get sexual."
1: And, oh, he, and she was like,
0: and he, he he does it beautifully. He had to think quick then. Yeah, on his
1: yeah, and he was like, you don't have to do this. And she'll be like, she was like, Charlie will be mad if I don't do a good job. And he's like, I'll tell him that you did great, you know. And like he was just really sweet in that situation. I,
0: I, I like that scene too, the way he thought because I was thinking, oh no, he's gonna he's gonna just do it. He can't. Blow I thought his he cover. was too
1: actually at first. I'm like, I don't want to think that Brian would have done that, but I was like, okay, it's his job. He's gonna blow his cover if he doesn't. And then it was I it worked have blamed out. Blamed
0: him if he if he did it. I don't know. I, would you have blamed him?
1: Well, yeah, I would have blamed him because he, ch- he would have cheated on his wife. But like, I don't know what else he would have done in that situation because his cover would have told totally you. Went- well, why would his cover it, have been? I mean, realistically, if someone doesn't want to have, like, if they don't want to be sexual with someone, why do they have to be? Like,
0: I know, but Manson's already starting to question him. He already yeah, said the said, yeah, yeah. Let's find out more about this shape guy, And Then said to Sha- then said to Brian, "Why did why did why did Hodiak just stop? Why didn't he fight you? He's right. a bit suspicious, and that would have." You know more alarm bells would have, more alarm bells would have rung if he didn't do it yeah so I was thinking did he blow his cover put his life in jeopardy his family's life in more in jeopardy or does he just get it over with but he played it beautifully I think yeah. they, they again that was another good they handled the way mm-hmm. they developed that scene right it worked out well
1: right and a, a little scene that I think I missed in there was um grace talking to her mom which was kind of weird because she was like The mom didn't really think it was that weird because she was bawling, like, you need to get your money out of the firm. And the mom was like, there's no way to get it out. And then we hear the Frank Sinatra song that was their song. So, I mean, it wasn't like a big deal, but, like, it was just kind of weird that, you know, the mom didn't really think anything of the fact that the firm might be going down. She was like, no, once the money's in there, it's in there.
0: Yeah, she didn't care. She she didn't really – she just thought – Is he having an affair? you have problems? There's clearly something wrong. She didn't really go into it. Yeah, and she She was
1: like, oh, do you love him? And she was like, well, you didn't love him when you got pregnant or whatever. Do you remember?
0: Why did she even get pregnant with him? She hates him.
1: (laughs) Well, Well, she she obviously didn't mean to get pregnant with him.
0: I know, but why did she even sleep with him? I don't know. know. uh, But then she married him. Was it the money? Was it the parents' pressure? A successful lawyer? You know? Right. And what happened with her and Sam?
1: I still don't know what happened with her and Sam. I need to find out.
0: Because they love each other. Was it the drinking? What What? What? What, what was it? <sighs> I don't
1: know. But, Ugh. well, speaking of, you know, we had Grace and her mom and Ken, the whole little thing there. And then we see um, Sam and Opal. And they hooked up again. I
0: couldn't believe that. I think it was, yeah, he just goes, peace offering, two bottles. They're both former alcoholics, reformed alcoholics, or so try to, who well, he is.
1: Well, like, he hates her. Like, okay, but honestly, though, after they, like, hooked up, it didn't really seem like he hated her anymore. Like, he was like, why did you, what you guys, or he was like, do you love uh the lieutenant? And she was like, well, I can stand seeing him. And he was like, when did you stop? being able to see me. Like, it seemed like he was still a little bitter about the fact that they split up.
0: That it that was the last thing I expected, because I thought he just didn't like it. But you noticed it happened straight after the guy came and told him about Walt? Mm-hmm. I think it, exactly. just, it yeah. just triggered an emotional side and thought when they were together, what they've been through, their sons going exactly. through this... I'm going to go over there and have a drink with her. Just because he didn't want to feel the whole pressure. He wanted some stress relief. I think you
1: like hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah, I think that was exactly what he was doing.
0: But I I don't think it's going to happen again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so either. They didn't
0: connect very well. They just... Got it done. Had a chat. He showed a little <laughs> bit done, of
1: jealousy. Yeah, and, chat. yeah and, and I don't know. She was like, but he was like, what? What was it that made you stop wanting to see me? And she was like, well, it wasn't one thing. It was a lot of things. And didn't we hear something about the fact that he used to uh, domestically abuse her?
0: I missed that. Did you hear that?
1: It was a couple episodes ago, and I have a feeling that I mean, I feel like we. I heard that.
0: I just I, wow. I, I, he does not seem like that guy. But he was a
1: drunk. True. So, and it, he's we an, saw and how he's an
0: aggressive drunk. We yeah. saw
1: how he acted with Manson. So I mean.
0: It just looked like he has integrity. He doesn't have integrity, but then again, when it comes to women and the way he's handled Charmaine and the right. way he's handled Brian's wife.
1: I mean, and he was like, he's kind of bitter about the fact that she's with the lieutenant. Like, he was even like, oh, did you bake him a peach cobbler or whatever the <laughs> pie was? And like, you know, he seems a little jealous of it. I think that he is the reason why Opal and him split. Like, I don't think he like says stuff about her, like, oh, you're drunk and blah, 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 and this and that. But I think ultimately it was him that.
0: And uh, yeah, maybe Grace too. Are we going to, what we know about him, he used to drink heavy. He's aggressive when he drinks. Mm. He's a World War Two veteran. Something's, he obviously came back, might have come back with PTSD too, post traumatic stress disorder right. and got something. He was just uncontrollable mm-hmm. mood swings, drinking. I hope right. we find out. We will find out. Well, they wouldn't be playing it up that much. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah. I hope so. Um, yeah. And then we kind of see with, Charles Manson about... This is, like, a little weird story about his mom. About how he was like, oh, my mom, when I was little, you know, she left for something and I couldn't find her and I was hysterical. I was crying. And then when she got back, I hid. And that's when I realized you can be the thing that makes people afraid or you can be the one that's afraid. And I want to be the one that makes people afraid. yeah So that kind of, like, gave us, like... I feel like that was the point where Charles Manson's personality... I mean, he's obviously a psychopath, but like the fact where it like switched over when he was little and he was like, you know, I'm not going to be the one that's afraid. I'm going to make people afraid. And that's kind of what...
0: Yeah, you know. and we're going to see him become more and more aggressive. Obviously, we're not going to see him kill anyone because he was never convicted of killing anyone. So right. that will just be historically inaccurate. Mm-hmm. But we might see, I guess... He getting other people getting and other people. I feel people like that's going to gonna happen
1: it. way a season. Now that we know that a second season is getting picked up, like, way in the future. And
0: we also saw Jimmy say to Brian, I know a guy that can take care of Hodiak. Remember?
1: Yes, yes. Jimmy said that as he was getting in the car. He said, I yeah. know a guy that can take care of if you want.
0: Yeah, can take care of Hodiak, meaning kill Ooh. him. So... Hodiak. So Brian's going to tell Hodiak that not only is your son in serious trouble, you've also got a hitman coming on to exactly. you right now. Exactly. Your problems get worse. Yeah,
1: Sam's in trouble.
0: <laughs> but if there's anyone that could be in that trouble, I mean, I'd run and squirm and hide under a couch. Yeah. or something. <laughs> he, he can. He's the guy that can handle it. Exactly. <laughs> oh,
1: he'll be great. He'll he's be like,
0: great. I'm in the World War Two. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Just br- bring him on.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, overall, what were your like thoughts about the episode in general? Like, what what do you think?
0: well i'm 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 enjoying it now, and it's one of those shows again that takes a while, yeah, it's character development right you take the first couple of episodes to get an understanding of what the story's about mm-hmm. and the characters and their stories right and Now things are really settled down, mm-hmm. and the you know the branches are coming together right. and you it's fascinating everyone has a story mm-hmm. you know from. Charmaine demanding respect to mm-hmm. Brian, to Sam, to Grace, to right. Opal, to Walt, they've Emma, they've Manson, they've all got a story. And I think you know, I think NBC went into this wanting a period piece and they're getting it right now. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot. I've been I've read a lot of reviews. I've heard a lot of people speaking.
1: It's gotten great reviews, and
0: they're really, really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Which is why NBC has just renewed it for a second season, which is fantastic. Right. But what are you thinking right now, too?
1: I, I feel like honestly the same because at the beginning I was kind of like, okay, you know, am I gonna be? Am I gonna get into this? You know, I liked it, but I was like, I don't know. But I think that the character development, like you were saying. That's what like really is getting it for me right now. Like I love how the characters are developing and like how everything's going on. So now I I like really enjoy watching the show. And I'm
0: st- I'm starting to think that way. I've got to give shows more of an opportunity because my favorite shows and now the ones I look back on they took me a mm-hmm. period of time. Right. To 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 enjoy because sometimes like, you start
1: a show and you're like, "Is this really what I want to be watching?" And then like it gets so good later, and you're like, "I exactly, should stayed with it."
0: Breaking Bad took me a while.
1: Really, everybody says that, but like for me, Breaking Bad was like instant.
0: No, it took me a few episodes. Okay. I just started late, and I just watched it because people kept telling me it's going to get right. better. Game of Thrones, I started late. That took me a while.
1: Okay. Yeah, this
0: I this I'm still wondering if I would have kept watching if I wasn't doing this show. Yeah, would I have persisted with it? I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I'm, cause sometimes I just get lazy and don't. Right. But I'm really glad I did because I love the 60s. I mm-hmm. love David Dacophony. Mm-hmm. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. And I want to be him. And <laughs> now, now we're really into it, you yeah. know? And being on this show, you get to do all the mm-hmm. research. You've got to, you know, we can't be sound too stupid mm-hmm. on here. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it it educates me more as a result.
1: Yeah. I, like, I like I was saying, like, the character development has been great, but I just really want to see more of Charmaine. And I want her to, like, this is bad, but I, like, want her to be, like, in the Manson family. Like, I want her to go in there as, like, you know how she kind of did for a minute? Like, I want her to go in there as an undercover cop and really, like, showcase her... Ability to be a under like a cop and an undercover cop and like r- I want to see more Charmaine. I,
0: th- I think that's the only way she can stay in the show.
1: That's the only way that she's going to stand out. She's,
0: she's nothing. She's nothing right now. She's a cop that's demanding respect. So I think they've set that up mm-hmm. so that they've already you know you already know that she's fearless. She'll do anything to prove herself. Right. So she's going to go back in the Manson clan and she's going to go deep in there. Yeah. And that's gonna eventuate yeah so i think her part i know her part gets bigger because i heard interviews with her right that's why i was so stunned where she just disappeared for two episodes yeah exactly i think now claire holt charmaine we're gonna get it And i really like that actress i wanted to get her in here yeah
1: let's yeah we'll try so all right well i think we should just go into predictions now what sounds good what do you think sounds good tv
0: prediction i don't
1: know what i think I kind of think what I just said, that I think that Charmaine will get into the cult somehow. Like, she's going to have to, like, be one of those girls in order to...
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, I've already said a lot of my predictions during this show already, Mm -hmm. but I'm sticking with my prediction of last week that Shafe's cover is going to be jeopardized or blown. Mm -hmm. I mean, Manson's already sort of a bit suss about him. People are going to look into him a bit more, mm-hmm. even though he's handling it very well now. So I think that's a big part. Yeah, they might found out he's married to an African American somehow. They might,
1: right?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I think that that's going to blow up. that's yeah. going to get big. Yeah, and then they're both going to be dealing with serious adversity. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam's going to have a hitman on him. Yeah, Brian's going to be trying to defend him, but right. also worry about his cover's going to be blown. Right, and Claire Holt Charmaine's going to be right in there too. So I think the story's going to turn more to being involved in Manson. Yeah. Again, I haven't gone ahead, I don't know this. Yeah,
1: we're not doing that. No, yeah, that's I a good to. that's a good prediction. Um yeah, and real quick before we sign off with you guys, uh, we do have uh, we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing all your comments, uh, everything you have to say about us, and we have a survey on podcastone.com dot com that you guys can go to and you know tell us how you really feel and let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, just so we can kind of get a feel of that. So definitely go on there. It's podcast one podcast o n e dot com. So do that if you have a chance.
0: And just a few other things for you guys. Um, next week we have Spencer Garrett coming on. This guy is. The busiest man on television right now is in Aquarius. House of Cards, Master of Sex, Madman, and that's only to name a few. <laughs> he will be joining us on the chair as a guest host. I've also reached out to Grey Damon's manager, Brian Schafe and he's interested in coming in here. It's not for sure yet, but fingers crossed, fingers he will crossed. be on this chair too. So we could have a we could have. A lot of good, we could have we could have a good have stars in here, in here soon. For sure. So make so, sure you
1: keep tuning in and watching us on After Buzz. And for Aquarius, the, the best show that's on right now. So It is my favorite. Me too. I so. love talking about my favorite show. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining in, you guys. We really appreciate your time. Uh, I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You can follow me on all social media at Paige Bonanno.
0: Guy David, Guy and a Girl Show, Facebook and Twitter, guys. Tweet me. I'll tweet you back. Get involved. I want to hear.
1: Thanks so much, guys. Have a great one. See ya